0: Five, four, three, two, one,
1: zero. All engines running, commit flip
2: Hello and welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join our discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at askatswatradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at swatradio.com. Today is Friday, a little bit of a free-for-all Friday, so we would love to have you guys uh, call in. We'd love to get your... Your thoughts on everything that we're going to be discussing today. We're just going to be uh, opened up talking about a, a whole bunch, so we would love to have you call in. Again, that number is 1 844 777 7928, 1 SWAT, or you can email at ask at Again, ask ask at
3: Hey, uh, it is Friday, and uh, thank you guys for listening today. I'd love for you to uh, be a part of the conversation. There's so many things going on right now. You know, we and, and literally today, if you have any questions or comments about critical theory, any uh, our response in the church to critical race theory as it uh, has infiltrated the church, uh, what we talked about with Vodi Bachum's book Fault Lines. Um, uh, what's going on in afghanistan uh it's awful uh, now 200 plus people uh, have died mm-hmm. from this uh this explosion it is a um it is really a humanitarian disaster uh over there uh, That some of the photos i don't know if you saw some of the pictures of yeah. the servicemen's it's like in sewage and mm-hmm. ditch it's terrible uh so we need to pray for them pray for the pray for the um the NGOs, the nonprofits that are, and people that are over there at their own expense trying to rescue people, and I want to just lift up one particular uh, request. One of our brothers uh, from SWAT sent me an email a few days ago, our text, uh, and he basically uh, one of uh, one of his friends uh, served over there, and one of his uh, interpreters was trying, he's stuck, and they're mm. trying to help him get out. And he asked us to pray, and we have prayed for him. And uh, he saved her son's life, his guy's friend. And um, and then so his family has been killed, and he is running from the Taliban now. And uh, so we need to remember this brother. I'm not going to say his name on the air, but you can remember him. Just pray for this interpreter. Um, he was a friend and saved drew uh he's drew's friend and uh but anyway uh we're trying to get him they thought they had him to a compound where he was safe and he could be evacuated but uh it ended up uh something happened and soldiers have prevented him from proceeding uh so uh just continue to remember our, our our friend uh and this interpreter over there It's just really sad because he's one story of many in Afghanistan. Uh, Remember people over on the Mississippi Gulf Coast and in New Orleans because this hurricane, apparently Hurricane Ida, is coming up there, and uh, they're starting to have mandatory evacuations in Louisiana. Need to keep them lifted up. Pray for our country. Our country right now. uh, Listen, if if, – if you have weak leadership, doesn't matter if it's in a company, uh, a government, weak leadership will lead to big problems. Mm-hmm. It always does. And um, for I, I don't know what people who observed our current president during the last year and a half saw, but nothing's changed in who he is up on the stage today and who he was a year and a half ago. And uh, we, we, everybody knows what we've got up there, and what we've got has led to this disaster. And you can try to put it off on other people as much as you want, but what happened, He, the commander-in-chief is the one that makes the call about what happened. And that's, it. It, it you know, <laughs> I watched a press conference today, and as a military, this is a military part of me coming out, it, it was it was terrible. When you're out in the field, when you're a when you're a, uh, an operator, or you're a, a Marine or a soldier, whoever you are, out Navy guy out in the field, Air Force, it doesn't matter. And you you always feel a tension between the people calling the shots that are sitting back in offices that aren't there. Mm. But what happened over there is so bad and so far beyond what. I ever experienced or saw or witnessed, and it even makes Benghazi, and I thought Benghazi was awful, but what happened in Benghazi pales in comparison to the leadership decision that was made in Afghanistan about the pull withdrawal the way it is. And I, I'm just, we need to pray for some some godly leaders to step up and, and not necessarily um, toe the line when it comes to doing the right thing. You know, um, uh, because sometimes people are telling you an or- order and it, it's 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 maybe an order, but it may not be a lawful order.
2: <laughs> right. And then, you know, uh, there's also there was also reports that people were afraid to tell, you know, uh, advisors were afraid to say things, certain things to Biden about uh, this poll out and, you know, go against what they were doing. Uh, but like you say, I mean, I cannot think of a worse international disaster in american history i mean Mm. i I, can i can't can you think of a single thing that i mean that that has made america look as bad as it does on the international stage no
3: no no that's what i'm saying we have been so weakened as a nation Mm -hmm. and when you are weak think about it who do bullies attack in the schoolyard who do they go after the perceived weak targets right Mm -hmm. and it's the same on the international stage and you can say what you want to about our former president. You may not like his tweets. You may not like his personality. But I can tell you one thing. He was not perceived as a weak leader. He wasn't. The yeah. the, the, the people over there, when he said, I know where you live and we, we will find you and we will come get you, it had a lot more weight than what was said today at the press conference when he said you know we're we're gonna come after you on our own time i just don't think they believe that i yeah. don't
2: think they really fear that all uh, right no one fears that and you know you can you if you're if you're all talk and no you no know, bite no one's gonna really pay attention to it. and what we've signaled over you know what the seven eight months of the biden administration is that we don't really want to uh we don't want the smoke i guess as the the young kids would say right uh, that mm-hmm. we don't, we're not ready for any sort of uh, action. We're not ready to back any sort of ally. That's what we've shown. And China and Iran and Russia, they're going to make moves on this, and that they're going to make well, you moves. You bet quick. they are. I mean, well, they've
3: already made moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, not once under Trump's administration did they do a flyover mm-hmm. over Taiwan. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Y- they've already done that under under this administration. And
2: some of the things that have come out of their state media are just straight up mocking, you know, the, the United States. And then they've, they've said stuff about to Taiwan. Hey, like I think we've talked about it on the program. Uh, you know, look what they did in Afghanistan. That's what they're about to do to you when we come and take Taiwan liberate Taiwan or however they said it, they not, if it was when, uh, and yeah, that that's something. And then you got to look at, uh, Biden's ties to China already. So even if he wasn't looking feeble, which more than weak, he looks feeble, just just feeble. When he when he crumpled up and kind of went into a little shell, that w- I mean, it was sad to watch to see a man do that. But it was embarrassing as uh, you know an American citizen to see the the leader of the country do that. Uh, but so he already had ties to China, and now we are presenting on the world stage that you know we're we're not ready to defend anybody. Well, he-
3: well, here's what's so sad. The day before the attack, there was an article in the New York Times that said ISIS branch poses immediate terror threat to mission at Kabul airport. Kabul airport. Yeah. Right? That was in the newspaper the day before. So that's a warning, right? People knew it. In fact, the U.S. Uh, State Department put out warning text, I guess, to all the people over there. They So said, the it, military imminent. knew yeah. about mm-hmm. it, but the White House did nothing about it at least nothing that prevented it. Yeah, And um, the the people in the – if you read the New York Times, you knew what was coming. I mean, and and, and people in the military knew that. And so, again, I want to go back to something that we talked about. This was a year ago, not quite a year ago, where we said elections have consequences, and we talked about why Christians should care about – things um, character is important but just because somebody is you know just because somebody is um, arrogant and and because they're they, they say things that you may not like on Twitter or social media you got to look at what they do as it relates to policy and this is what we said Joe Biden President Joe Biden is a disaster waiting to happen, and and that's and, and and it's not just about the foreign policy; it's about domestic policy. Mm-hmm. It's about the COVID, the mask. I, I saw him and him and the Prime Minister or of uh, Israel having a talk. They both sitting there with mask on. They have both been vaccinated, and they're sitting there with mask on. And I'm telling you, you know this this a mask thing is just. It's just a control thing. And oh, yeah. and it, it, it is there's no science behind it. I'm not saying, yes, when you go to hospitals, I know they require those things, but we're talking in the general public, what the the gain that you get from the mask is is, is not worth the price that we pay for all the things and ways that's impacting our kids across this country
2: there is no true gain you know the study that shows 10 percent effectiveness is on dummies yeah. right like th- this is not this is not serious science to say oh you know in a controlled environment on dummies not when any uh, actual human is moving around and breathing it's 10 percent effective a real person breathing moving doing all the things adjusting their mask That brings added variables that we're not even going to discuss. It's just uh, ridiculous to talk about. All right, we're up against the break. We will be back in a moment. You're
4: listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll free number is 1 844 777 7928. That's 844 777 7928 or 844 777 SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls.
2: My that is Red Letters by David Crowder. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you're new to SWAT Radio, SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And today is Friday. Uh, we're doing a little bit of a free for all Friday. We would love to have you call in and talk about anything that we've discussed throughout the week, which, you know, we've touched on a lot of things. There's been a ton of things going on in the news, as well as what we have been looking at with uh, CRT, which stands for Critical Race Theory and the Social Justice movement and wokeness in the church so if you would like to join our discussion you have any questions please call us in uh call in excuse me at 1-844-777-7928 that's 1-844-777-SWAT or you can email us at ask at SWAT radio.com that's ask ask at SWAT radio.com um
3: yeah you know i did notice it was kind of interesting that I've gone by a couple of federal buildings today, and I didn't see flags at half-mast. Mm. And I was wondering why that is. Because they should be. I mean, we we have Marines and sailors and soldiers.
2: The deadliest day in two years. Yeah. Or No, actually, the, the first deaths in two years, but the deadliest day, I think, since... Uh, and, and,
3: well, it's the deadliest day in the decade, yeah, they say. Yeah. It's been 10 years since mm-hmm. they've had something like this happen. Uh, but, you know... Um, Anyway, um, I did uh, come across some uh, health news from Israel. Um, Dr. Kobe Haviv from Herzog Hospital in Jerusalem, 95% of the severe patients are vaccinated. Again, 95% of the severe patients are vaccinated. So this narrative that's going out there is that the unvaccinated are driving the surge of delta and unvaccinated are responsible and they don't care. No, it's listen, people have feelings on both sides of this issue. And and if you want to be vaccinated, you have every right under the the way our government works and our country works to go get it. My lack of taking the vaccination has nothing to do with your health if you get the vaccination. And, uh, and besides, just because I don't take the vaccination doesn't mean I don't have immunity. I have recovered T-cell immunity. I got my test back from the labs. I have active T-cells, uh, immunity. And, you know, and some people go, well, how long? <laughs> right. longer than the vaccine yeah. is what they they're saying in israel recovered immunity i saw one thing that said you are like uh, 25 times um more likely to have uh adverse reactions to the symptoms or have the symptoms uh severe symptoms than somebody who has recovered immunity 25 times
2: well, yeah, you know, recovery uh, immunity, I think, is far superior. And it's, it's been proven throughout time and it's been being proven again uh, when it comes to COVID. And uh, I, I think that should be pretty apparent seeing as they're now saying, you know, especially in Israel, hey, if you're not if you're not current on your vaccination, your COVID vaccine, you're not getting it every six months. We're not going to consider you fully vaccinated anymore. That is a tacit admission that the vaccine effectiveness wanes over time and you need a booster. Why do you need a booster? Because it is not protecting you in the same way. And that's after six months, right? Well, uh, the the pandemic has been, you know, people have been uh, getting this since they're coming out with July and there's no sort of thing like that with natural immunity. The best uh, things that we've seen is that uh, natural immunity lasts or has lasted up until this point so how many months is that since last uh i said july last june
3: yeah oh my gosh that's a year not I june I mean, january man january. getting my J's messed
2: up yeah you yeah. well um anyway. that's, that's coming up on two years uh, yeah you know what i mean and there hasn't been any evidence that uh you're less uh protected that or that your t cells have uh been deactivated i guess um well you know over and, that time and
3: i don't know one of the things that i'm seeing is there's a lot of mocking going on of ivermectin a lot of mocking going on of hydroxychloroquine not as much hydro- hydroxychloroquine anymore you know why because it they've come out and they've said oh you know what this lancet article was discredited it was false and uh so now they focused on ivermectin well there's
2: a, a lot of sto- uh excuse me a lot of studies on ivermectin and coming from different uh uh viewpoints on it there's you know i think like 60 something active studies on it and a lot of them are showing ivermectin to be uh valuable in uh treating covid and i mean couple that with just experiential what you see uh coming out of certain states in in india uh, would indicate that but he, they did a nice little you know trick in the media to talk about paste you know uh, that is designed for an animal that weighs <laughs> what double not double like ten well, times yeah, the amount yeah but
3: but my point Taylor is that all these people are mocking it as if the 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 ivermectin pill form that you get from a pharmacy which I know people that have gotten and have gotten good treatment from um, is is the same as the paste. Yeah, that, and, that, and that, that's because
2: of how the media has framed it, and that's because they haven't dug, dug deeper into it, and they're willing to accept that narrative. So they say, "Oh, what are the look at those fools? they we we know so much better." And it plays into that sense of pride that we as humans tend to have of, "Oh, we we know better." And so that's where that mocking comes from. And it's it's
3: uh, again, know. nobody's attacking the science. They, they they attack character mm-hmm. with it, and and folks, I'm happy if you want to call in. Let's say you disagree. Let's call in and have a let's have a, a talk, a chat about it. Let's have discussion. See, this is the problem in our country. We don't have legitimate discussions anymore. People try to silence, or they mock you, or they try to they, uh, they no nobody's having. There's nothing wrong with having disagreements and having real conversation about those disagreements. Yeah, know?
2: and and doing that without, uh, you know, talking bad about people's character. To if if we come to the argument with the assumption that you don't care about people because you're unvaccinated, or you don't care about people because you got vaccinated, uh, well, we're coming at that from a, a wrong premise, and and then that leads to that that talking down on uh, and that calling into question one's character yeah
3: well we had a doctor on um well dr bridle who basically said that people who have the vaccine who've received the vaccine are probably more of super spreaders than the unvaccinated
2: right Wait, yeah there was a study in the lancet that uh, i'm pretty sure it was the lancet that came out it was like two days ago talking about 251 more uh uh higher concentration 251 percent higher concentration uh, of the viral load in people who are vaccinated, you know, what I mean, so there there are studies out there that are steaming to suggest this, and that that works with uh, having a leaky vaccine and, and breakthrough cases and stuff like that.
3: Well, one one person said that uh, basically, if you choose to be unvaccinated, you should pay higher health premiums, which Delta Airlines is, if you're unvaccinated, they're going to charge each employee $200 yeah, I
2: saw that. for
3: that, which to me is wrong. They shouldn't do that. That I mean, like that's just such an arbitrary thing mm-hmm. because why why don't they charge people who refuse to take the flu vaccine? Or why don't they charge people who maybe there's somebody who hasn't had – um, I don't know the measles. Who who knows? You know, but I'm saying they just pick that one. And and this person said that uh, we should have to show a negative COVID test or vaccination status. I mean, positive to eat in any restaurant or go to any sporting events. And this is from a conservative state. I'm just like, really? I mean, this this is where we've come as a country, and it's become more and more divisive. And you know what the reason is? People are going, well, I know people have died. You and I were just talking beforehand. Uh, A a friend of mine, by the way, uh, pray for Morgan and his family because Morgan is a friend whose brother passed away. And um, I would ask that you pray for his family because he passed away quickly. He passed away from COVID. Uh, I've had two or three conversations with people today who have said that um, more people have died in the last few months than all of last year like under covid when it first came and it was so deadly and and they've blamed the delta strain but i'm telling you i really believe based upon talking to a couple of different people now who've given me similar stories that my own mother experienced when she went to the hospital was turned away and one person that passed away went to the hospital twice and was turned back, asking for help. That is not early treatment intervention. And I think, Taylor, it's going on far more widespread than we even know. And people people are devastated. This this guy's dealing with his brother's death, and he's in his 30s. Yep. and And so he's dealing with that. He's not worried about spreading the word about what the hospital didn't or didn't do. But I'm telling you, I'm hearing it more and more that they are not being treated. They're going in, come back when you get really sick. Oh, you're not sick enough if you gotta come go go home and then come back if you really, really can't breathe.
2: Well yeah, and that calls into question really I mean if you think about that, right? So we're saying that COVID is so deadly and so bad that we must mask children, we must do all these different mitigation strategies. We must everyone must get vaccinated. But at the same time if you have it, oh it's really not actually that bad. So go home and stay home until you can't breathe anymore. Right. Like that. That's ridiculous. That's the height of insanity. You you wouldn't do
3: that with anything else. We've never done that.
2: Yeah. And you know, there's also, you're talking about like how the treatment is. There's been, uh, from what I've heard, some of the things that I've read, there's been active, there's been active, uh, pressure movement to suppress any sort of treatment that would actually help. Uh, there's an incident that I heard of with somebody wanting to, uh, prescribe, uh, vitamin D. Like five thousand um, I, I IU's or what are they? What are they called? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, IU's I, right. IU's. I one yeah. wanted to, wanted, wanted to prescribe that to a patient who had COVID and it got knocked down in the system to one thousand arbitrarily, and you gotta wonder why these things are happening. Why wow, uh, I
3: take five thousand about every other day. Yeah, five
2: thousand is something that is common for uh, a, a, health, can, a you, healthy, a healthy person. Can, you
3: can go buy that at. Walmart. Yeah,
2: that's common for a healthy person, much less someone who is struggling with COVID, right? So that you got to ask yourself, okay, well, why are we doing this? Why are we not prescribing things that work? Why are we just saying, okay, put them on oxygen. Nope, they can't breathe. Put them on a ventilator, which ventilator has been shown to uh, do damage to the body, even if people are able to recover but have not really helped in the way that they've been used, right? So that has to be a question, and then you couple that with the refusal to help people, but then – the the decision to force people to do things that are not helpful and that could actually make it worse you've got to ask yourself why is that 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 that, that's just nefarious
3: well here's the thing people are putting out false straw man arguments i saw one uh guys are happy to trust pfizer for the blue pill viagra Mm -hmm. but not the experimental vaccine well the experimental vaccine hadn't been around viagra was sildenafil which was used in heart patients And it's been studied. So, anyway.
2: All right, we are up against the news break. We will be back with more after the news. Uh, We'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Ace Door and Window, as well as a special thanks to our sponsors, Tom Neal Trucking, and a special thanks to Jeff Andrews of Highway to Eternity Ministries. If you would like to sponsor the program, please email us at doug at swatradio.com. That's Doug, D O U G at swatradio.com. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more after the news. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. That was Give Me Your Eyes by Brandon Heath. Well, today is Friday, so you know what it is. It is a free for all Friday. We would love to have you call in. We are talking about uh, a number of things. We're talking about uh, things that have been going on in the news, which is a ton of stuff, as well as what's uh, what we have been talking about for this whole month, which is CRT, wokeness, uh, social justice movement, and how it is impacting and affecting the church. So if you would like to call in and join the discussion, or if you have any questions, please call us at 1 844 777 7928. Again, that's 1 844 777 SWAT, or you can email us at ask at SWAT com. That's ask ask at SWAT com. Well, you know,
3: uh, Taylor, I wanted to get into something. Um I know um, that uh, as we've talked about these issues, one of the things that happens with people, we do we do get, we, we, we can easily get sucked into these issues ruling our day. And I just would like to take a moment to remind people something that um, I read earlier this week, and it's from uh, John Piper. And, you know, John Piper is well acquainted with pain, lost a daughter. Uh, One of his sons has gone uh, apostate, came back and went apostate again. And he he has been a a good teacher of the word. Don't agree with everything theologically, but the man has been a faithful witness for Jesus and he's been passionate. And he shared some things about reading the Bible that I just want to share with our listeners because I do think that if you are just – focused on what's going on in the world and not getting fed from God's word every day, you run the risk of letting the world dictate your lens through which you see everything. And um, you can be upset about what's happening in the world. It should upset you that Marines, uh, sailors, and soldiers died um, needlessly, really. Um, They gave their lives willingly, but they they did not need to die the way they did. God's sovereign over that, but again, people are still responsible. Uh, and so, giving us that perspective of God on things is important. So, as you read the Bible, I want to give you three ideas, and then we got a caller. But first, when you read the Bible, pray as you read. When you read something in Scripture, don't just let it go through your eyes and then out of your head as a, as just words on the paper. Pray those words, whatever it is, if it you know if you if you read something and let's say it says, you know uh he gave an example of uh let love be without hypocrisy, well, what does that mean? That means don't love somebody just when people are looking that means love them it doesn't mean you love perfectly, but it means you love authentically and there and there's a difference between those two things, so pray as you read so Maybe if you read that and you know that you haven't been loving well, you can say, God, help me to do this. I need to do this. You repent and, and thank you for the cross and, and let it so pray as you read. Second, look to Jesus. You know, when um when when you think about letting love be genuine and you know you're not, you know that Jesus was. So you know that he did what you couldn't do. That's why we all need him. And let that be a reminder to you. So pray as you read, look to Jesus. And then finally, he said, meditate on small portions. Uh, you can read broadly. I try to read four or five chapters a day. and But meditate on a few. Just let let a few of those. So I just took a couple of quick things about your Bible study and Bible time. Hopefully that'll be an encouragement to you as you spend time. Don't just let it be rote you know, spending time without any feeling, any action on your part. Okay, uh Taylor, we do have a call.
2: Yes, we have Herman from Virginia Beach. How are you doing today, Herman?
0: Hey, great. It's been a long time since I've been on. Um you guys sent me the fault lines book the last time and I appreciate you guys been listening to you guys, but I'm doing well. How are you guys?
3: Good. Herman, how are things up in Virginia? Other than your governor,
0: man, <laughs> hey, all is well. You know, taking in consideration, we got a lot going on in our environment, and uh, as believers, I appreciate the stance that you guys take to uh, go after some of these issues um, that we hear about constantly. But I am for unity, and and uh, I just want to—I call to say this: um, I was not a hundred percent. A, um, a trump supporter uh, it didn't have anything to do with uh, the fact that I didn't think he was uh, a saved leader it had a lot to do with some of the decisions some of his, some of his heart was exposed to me so I found myself praying more for his salvation so God could change him and then I could expect change but you know pretty much you get what you get you know if, you, if a person drinks alcohol, gonna be an alcoholic or they're gonna get drunk. If a person is doing drugs, you can't expect them not to be intoxicated after doing the drugs. So at some point, you know, my focus was just praying for his salvation so God could change his heart. But I wanna say I wanna say that I did I did like the fact that he went after the vaccine. The fact that he, he put everybody on notice to, to get hot with making a vaccine. And this vaccine has become a hot topic on your show. So uh, the fact that Trump did that, I appreciate him him responding because outside of that, you would have to say, okay, we're dying, and no, we're not going to go after a vaccine. We're not going to try to make anything uh, to fix this. So I think he was right with establishing the vaccine. But I think it's you know this thing with the vaccine is is not a right or wrong issue. Uh, it's a, a everyone. Should make that choice based on their faith, or base it on uh, their uh, what they've read about it. But at some point, whether they take it or not, it's not going to stop us from dying. You know, we're all going to die and go to heaven or hell. Um, but it, but but as a as a as a leader, I think you're responsible for doing something when a situation happens. And I think some of these groups that have that have rose uh, the Black Lives Matter this woke theory, the critical race theory, a lot of this stuff has surfaced because people were convicted that there were things going wrong, and I don't believe in the groups. I believe they were spawned out of people being convicted that something wasn't right and not understanding the spiritual warfare behind what was going on. We got these, Now we have these groups that we're dealing with, but if we put the, le- the least common denominator on it, we would have... To it is mainly because there is an enemy that is coming after us all, whether we're saved or lost, and he, he he thrives in this stuff. And so, you know, there are certain issues we have to go after, and, and we do have to make people accountable on issues where they're wrong. But at the end of the day, we got to back up, put it in reverse. And look at the big picture and say, hey, we're all in trouble. Whether we're Republicans or Democrats, we're all in, in trouble. Uh, whether somebody blew a building up in Afghanistan or New York, we're all in trouble because we have one enemy that's coming after us, and he doesn't care whether we're black, white, Puerto Rican Jew, uh, Democrat, Republican. He doesn't care. So at some point, we got to back this thing up and then reel in, real end, you know, use it as leverage. that that we're in a sin-cursed earth, and and for that reason, we have the evidence of it. We all need each other, and everybody really needs uh, what God is trying to get their attention for salvation. That has to be our great commission and tying the great commission with this, because we could spend a lot of time going at some of this, but at the end of the day, we we know what's what's really going on.
3: Well, hey, uh, Herman, what do you do for a living?
0: I'm a truck driver.
3: Well, I think you ought to run for school board. I think you ought to be on the school board up in Lowndes County. Is what I think. <laughs> Hello, Herman? thank you,
0: thank you. I, pre- I appreciate. It. Yeah.
3: No, I no, I, no you, I really you that it. man that that was. I, I loved what you said, and and I, I apologize if I've come across anti-vaccine because what I've been trying to do some of that for me is there's been such a push to push it on people that I I don't trust people. And, you know, I, I think that nobody's talking about the lack of treatment that people have gotten, and that's a bigger concern to me than a vaccine that has a 60% efficacy rate. You know what I'm saying? The vaccine is not yeah. going to stop people from getting COVID. It stops people from getting bad symptoms. But there are risks associated with it. And you have to weigh those. The older you are, the more it's more weighed towards you should have to get the vaccine. But if you are young and you don't need it, but see, now they're pushing it. And the, the anecdote is, well, all these kids are dying and in the hospital now. And a lot of them aren't getting treated. They're They're, they're being told to go home until they're really sick. And they're not being treated with effective medicine. And I, that's what I don't understand why doctors aren't talking about that right now.
0: Well, I think this, I remember the same thing was happening when COVID hit. There were people going to the doctor as well. And because they didn't have uh, enough symptoms or strong symptoms at the moment, they were turning them home and they were going home and dying. So we know that was the I mean, really, that was the enemy. I don't think, see, I, the thing with me is I just, um, you know, as I've gotten older, uh, I've wanted to be more for unity. And 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 so even if, you know, our current administration has made mistakes or will make mistakes, we know they're going to make mistakes. Yeah. I, the fact that I, I like, I want to be able to say at the end of the day, uh, regardless of what I think about the choices that my government has made, I know that, that one, This entire, uh, we're on God's timeline, and we see a lot of things aligning with the end of time. We see a lot of things aligning with one world government and one world order, which we know the Antichrist will come, and that's what he's going to push for. We see that slowly coming into form. And so when I see it, it doesn't make me want to attack people. It makes me want to go after souls because I realize that time is drawing near. And so as as you guys continue to do the great work that you're doing as a layman that loves God, I just want to encourage you to tie this more in to the, to, to, to the weight of time is drawing near because we could spend time and time and time attacking or going after people, but at the end of the day, we know really what's happening. Yep. Like we're seeing it. We're seeing the book of Revelation form right before our lives. And, 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 and it should make us want to, uh, to to soul win more it should make us become creative we're going out and pulling in the lost and still speaking unity because satan wants divisiveness hey and herman so hey very, Herman
5: hey yes, sir.
3: We, yes, sir we we got to go to the break but listen hang on give Steve your address what size t-shirt you wear uh, large. I'm going to send you a large SWAT shirt with Rock Kazak on the back, which means only be strong. That. You're a strong brother. Thanks for calling in.
2: All right. We okay. will be back with more after the break. You are listening
4: to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. at www.astore.com.
0: Look down from a broken sky Traced out by the city lights My world from a mile high Best seat in the house tonight Touch down in the cold black top Hold on for the sudden stop Reading the familiar shock
2: of confusion welcome back to SWAT radio if you are just joining us we're having a free-for-all Friday we'd love to have you call in and uh, discuss with us everything that we've been talking about this week and throughout really the month uh, what we've been talking about is critical race theory social justice movement in uh, the go- in the uh, church uh, excuse me and uh, kind of wokeness in the gospel type things and we've also been talking about what's been going on in the news we actually just had a great call from uh, a brother in virginia herman named herman huh. yeah. yeah herman uh you got disconnected call back so you can get that uh t-shirt yeah that i want to
3: send you a swat rock kazak t-shirt man
2: yeah and uh so if you would like to join the discussion or you have any questions please call us at 1-844-777-7928 that's 1-844-777-SWAT or you can email us at ask at com. that's ask ask at com. hey and i wanted to let you guys know
3: next week uh, Brad Sykes is going to be on the air with Jerry Sinclair and Jerry is the president of a ministry called faithful and true. And Jerry is going to be, uh, sharing with, uh, uh, Brad and next week dealing with, uh, um, uh, the ministry of faithful and true, which is a Christ centered Bible based support group for men that have struggled with sexual sin, pornography, And um, those kind of issues, uh, it will be a program that you might not want your younger children hearing yet. um, But it is something that desperately needs to talk about. Jerry has good, very practical um, help for men from a biblically-based foundation. And uh, he's been doing it for a while. They've helped lots of men. um, uh, Gotten uh, and, and, and Jerry's given a lot of resources out to men and uh, their wives who have struggled with sexual uh, sin, specifically pornography. But um, the, he's going to be on with Brad next week, um, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday for sure. And uh, so hope, hopefully you can join uh, in. And, and then Taylor and I will be at a leadership training event uh and so uh hope you'll tune in next week uh to jerry sinclair and brad sykes uh brad hadn't been on in a while uh some of you may remember brad was on here and uh, a co-host for the first few years of swat
2: radio what do you and, mean some of them may remember they remember brad he's the og yeah i'm sure they the miss the old him. guy <laughs> yeah there you go old guy
3: <laughs> yeah so anyway uh or the original
2: guy i guess Either yeah, one. original but, gangster uh, that's what it stands for
3: but anyway, hey, and again, please pray for the people in the Gulf Coast of Mississippi and, uh, over near Louisiana, um, that they're calling it a monster hurricane. Uh, it continues to strengthen and, um, just want to keep y'all updated on that and keep praying for them. Uh, it's projected to be a category three, which, uh, that's 125 miles an hour. Uh, so, uh, you just keep uh, those people in your prayers and pray for the leaders over there. I think we got another call, right? Yeah,
2: Matt from Jax. Matt, how you doing today?
5: I'm good, man. I'm good. Um uh, called because when I got out work yesterday and I fell asleep, I had a, a, a dream that I know was by God. And I woke up to an, almost an open vision. And he showed me that. If we don't stand as one voice under God in this nation, we will die quietly as many voices in the night. And the problem with that is, it's just so many men that call themselves Christians that don't have a backbone. Mm. They won't stand up and tell everybody else, hey, we have to be one nation under God, and then God will hear us. And then we, he will hear our prayers when we turn from our wicked ways. Mm-hmm. Because that's the problem. That's the whole problem we have right now. We need a revival in a way we, it's, it's, it's needed so bad. Yeah. I don't even think words can explain how bad it's needed. And it's the only thing that's going to save this country. There is nothing short of God himself coming out else going to save this country.
2: Yeah I I agree with you Matt I, I think that that's well said and uh you know another uh, podcast I listen to often says revival or bust and so kind of like as you're saying there like as a as a nation or as the Christians in the nation we need to come together and 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 be
5: uh we have to speak against what the, the tyranny that we're seeing we yeah, yeah.
0: must Yeah yeah
3: well, well you know here's what's interesting you know there was an article that came out in the National Review which I I don't know. It used to be fairly conservative. I don't know what it still is. But the the writer said that if you're the average millennial male, your dad is stronger than you are. Oh yeah. <laughs> in fact, you may not be stronger than the average millennial female. <laughs> yeah. It's what this is what this guy says in the article, and the the very idea of manual labor is alien to you. And if you were asked well, to I'm say sure maybe build sure. a yeah. build something like a, a I don't know a shed or something, it would exhaust you to the point of uselessness. That's the post masculinity reality that we see, he says, right. in the world.
2: Mm. Yeah, and
5: that is exactly what they've been. The liberals have been trying to do. You have
3: have, have to you like noticed? I don't know, uh, Matt. Have you noticed? Like, I don't know if you see previews for movies or all this. But all the action movies, I mean, yeah, but all the action movies, if you watch even any news shows or if you watch anything, uh, even online now, if you do, I mean, online news, you see these advertisement for movies, all the
2: heroes are women. Yeah, in traditionally male roles, yeah. Oh, no, i am noticing it. It's
5: it's exactly what they've been pushing for. They got exactly what they asked for. The whole problem is, uh, you know, we have to be fathers again. And yeah. The only way we're going to learn to be a father is let our father be a father to us.
3: Yeah. Well, well this mm-hmm. guy said in the article that, uh, that a lot of the younger men are weaker. They're like, they, they suffer from what he calls a Peter Pan syndrome. Uh, yeah, that, they, they never leave adolescence. You know, they never they, forced. They, to. I mean, think about it. Think about the safe spaces on college campuses, uh they're the victim Yeah. you yeah, yeah, they're all victims and stuff so anyway hey matt thanks for calling in appreciate you listening to swat radio and uh keep following jesus all right
5: hey no no I, there's only one way and yep. that's
3: it yep thank you uh, we got another caller real quick cuz we're we're okay. got about 3 or 4 minutes left yeah.
2: all right yeah we have another caller i did not read the name i am so sorry what's your name <laughs> caller
1: hey this is charlie i'm now in bristol Bristol, Tennessee, and Bristol, Virginia. Oh, okay. I called you guys. I called you guys earlier in the week, and called you. I was just trying to catch up with uh, try, trying to find somebody, mm. and uh, it was real interesting that uh, I didn't know you were doing, going live, and it was the last two minutes, and that's what happened. I ended up uh, making a call, and I guess a lot of folks heard a little bit of the call that I made, <laughs> but I was. <clears throat> I was in I was in Little Rock, Arkansas then and Doug said, Well, gee, wow, somebody somebody out of Jacksonville knows XYZ. Yeah. And uh yeah, Shane,
3: Shane Hunt uh, I know who I Shane is. Actually Shane was one of the original sponsors of SWAT radio. I don't know if he told you that. <laughs>
1: yeah, he yeah, he, he did because uh we, we had a nice little conversation. <clears throat> you know, I've got a little I'm a little hoarse right now. But you you were gonna send me a book and I told you I'd read it and then he, you asked me about the other book and then I said well I'll just pick that up for me next week maybe when I'm in town but uh, so I'm kind of in transit hoping to get down there this week.
3: Oh uh, well well but, listen guys, well, yeah so geez. so
1: do hey, you Doug, hey Doug, yeah. Doug, Doug this works this this is this is God at work I mentioned to you a little book it's one I read in two thousand or so. Uh, Ed Silvosa had written a little bit about it, you know, as a as a foreword, but it was uh, the name of the book was God, you know, with a little little sign on the computer, God at work. Yeah, and that was about that was about that was about two thousand when that came out, and God is truly at work uh, when we talk about uh, when we talk about SWAT uh, and this whole military play and the front lines. Uh, and now we've got front lines right here in every community with the with the, with the police, the EMTs, uh, with everybody. You know the folks out here that have got to respond to certain certain calls, et cetera. And, uh, and so they're the poster childs. Military guys, a retired military. Uh, all these these folks are poster childs, and we can't make clear decisions. Can't make their decisions without a sober mind, mm-hmm. and you can't have really a good sober mind if your body, if that brain, that brain which is a soft tissue, is uh, shall we say, uh, biochemically uh, injured in some way, mm-hmm. or physically injured in some way. I'll just leave it and say this. We have to—there's a war going on. That war is for the soul of our nation. As that brilliant brilliant Biden said some time back, the war is over. But the souls have to be won, one at a time. And that's where this revival—the last couple of guys that came on there, one mentioned, one mentioned the soul, and the other one mentioned the revival— and there's a great revival going on it's it's global there's an underground church and that church comes together as a congregation and where we are now is that every individual out here can take control of their own their own actions they can take control of what they put in their mouth and what they say and what they hear so whether they're exact whether they're yellow, black, green, orange, liberal, conservative, whatever the uh, the believers are coming together but there are a lot of doubters out there. The Holy Spirit is at work, and when we talk about SWAT, S-W-A-T, now we're talking about uh, the time's here and the time's right. There's a time for soul repair, soul repair, the repair post-traumatic stress. This whole country's going through traumatic stress where there's self, self-awareness, uh, self, uh, self-reflection. A lot of grief, a lot of ripple, a lot of ripple effect. Uh, anyway, there's hey,
3: there's, hey, there's Charlie, a out. Charlie, yeah. we 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 we've got less than a minute left. Real quick, God is at work. Ken Eldred, is that the book you're talking about? Probably. Yeah. Okay, Ken Eldred, E L D R E D. God is at work. Sorry, Charlie, we just hit the time stop. But it's so good to hear your voice. Maybe we can go to lunch with Shane sometime when you get to town. Okay.
1: We might be able to do that. Take a peek. Take a peek at blessedRx.us.
2: All right. All right. right. We'll do that. Thanks, Uh, thanks, Charlie. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Glad that you called in again. You've been listening to SWAT Radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit us at www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. You can also download our SWAT app in the App Store. Please join us weekdays at 3 o'clock for more SWAT Radio. We will see you then. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you have a great weekend.
4: If you missed a SWAT Radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATRadio.com.